cliffcentral.com. Hello, hello, hello there. From me, Liesl Tom, welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central. I have to say I had to uh, change gears there or shift gears there from Taylor Swift shaking it off to our lovely Tibetan singing bowls. Um, you'll uh, understand why we had that music in a little while. To our controller, Palesa Mabuye. Hello, girl. Hi. <laughs> Good to have you with us. And then, as always, with me in studio... Mm-hmm. Yep, I am indeed right here You know, as always, I wouldn't miss this for the world Because, I mean, I really love doing this show And I love, you know, uh, our guests I learn so much uh, every week So, so again, welcome to Beyond Ears and Eyes on Cliff Central Yes! Good to have you <laughs> So enjoy the, the three quarters of an hour with us um, In studio we have, uh, well, a young man Who's, um, you know, who, who uses some healing modality, which I haven't heard uh, about, uh, until very recently, but apparently it's been around for a while. Um, we're talking to Drikas Blom, and the Drikas is with a C, D-R-I-C-K-U-S, Blom, you know, without the H. So you can go and, you know, Google him if you want. <laughs> well, people, find, people will find you because that's how I found you, you know. It was one of those things where we're going like, ah, what is TRE and who can speak about it? So what is TRE? Uh, um, firstly, thank you for having me. Um, so TRE is, is part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a wonderful modality and a self-healing tool, mm-hmm. a self-help um, enriching, bringing back to yourself. There's so many things and letting go. Yeah. And that, that's that, that is trauma release exercises. Trauma release exercises or TRE. Uh huh. And people are misled by thinking it's exercises, but it's not really about the exercises. There's more. It's just using your body's natural process to actually let go. Mm-hmm. And so we all have this, this, a mechanism of release um, And it's using the exercises To engage the brain Using the muscles To induce a neurogenic tremor Which is a vibration mm-hmm. And any muscle in your body can do this vibration And through this There's a wonderful activation Of your neurogenic tremor How long have you known about this uh, type of Healing exercise So for me, I've been Maybe six years ago I came across, through my own healing process I came across uh, A lady that introduced this to me And then she recommended Maybe you should go for a training And and initially I was also quite skeptical Having this weird Which is good, eh? having skepticism Is often a good thing Because then you can sift through it yourself Exactly Mm. And then you can really Really do that research yourself And through my own experience of this I was so intrigued of Where does this How does this work? Talk about it What, what happened? That, you know, your experience Yeah, and, and my experience was that I had a major, major operation And through that My body was traumatized I didn't even realize The doctor said No, it's a minor procedure But my body was still holding on to so much and so it was quite an interesting 
um, quite experienced because I was then led by another provider who's then certified as a, a TRE provider recently, and she just wanted clients. Mm. And, um, and so I experienced this, and then I did some research, and she said, there's something to this. I then attended a, a workshop in Cape Town where David Buscelli, who's the uh, founder of this um, wonderful process, came out, and this was the last time he was in South Africa, um, and he, I, I did my level one because there's different levels you need to do. Okay, so level one is what? Working with individuals, and mostly what the training is about in doing your own work, and really... Um, going to the depths of your own staff. We all have stories. We all have staff. Mm-hmm. And so we go there in a safe space. And I did my level one and then thought I, I, I then was studying something else as well. Um, I, I have a degree in human physiology as well. And so very scientific background. And this is quite alternative. And But still I was intrigued. And... Mm-hmm. Then I did my level two. And on my level two, we learned to work with groups, um, which is also a wonderful experience because then in that you create this little community of people that release their process and release their staff um, in a group, mm-hmm. in a community. And so they start sharing and caring about each other. So after a few sessions, I don't really have to do that much. I then, ju- then just facilitate this little wonderful group. Okay. Because when you say you, your your body was holding on to trauma, how how do you know this? What does it feel in your body if you're holding on to trauma? And most pe- people experience it as attention. We all think stress is held in our body, and trauma is just an an accelerated or an advanced level of stress. And so we. Um, we hold it by having anxiety, mm-hmm. sleeplessness, um, and a lot of symptoms that that is an activation in your body. Okay. When you say a lot of symptoms, you you can you can elaborate on how many other symptoms because obviously somebody might be listening and going, oh, so he left out this symptom, you know? Yes. So which others are there? Um, attention deficit disorder mm-hmm. is a is a major one because we get brain fog. And we're not that concent- don't concentrate that well, um, because if your your body thinks that it's actually running away from a lion, um, which is happening during your stress response, it doesn't matter if you think of um, your your um, if even it's not food. the case, yeah, or remember to pick up your kids exactly, mm. um, and so people struggle with. Um, with maybe a brain fog, okay. which is a, bra- a, a major, and also any, any stomach problems. I see a lot of youngsters that have major stomach problems, and when uh, the school system is quite stressful, and so uh, parents then um, bring their children to me, and I really assist and help them um, to really just let go. Yeah. So when parents come to you, what do the kids present with? What do they say? Uh, they have either a runny tummy mm-hmm. or um, their stomach doesn't work at all. Or they um, struggle at school. They struggle to adapt in the social life of being a little uh, 
being out of their safety of their little home in in a classroom where they isolated and maybe feel isolated um so these exercises mm. uh, that tells me there's more than one is it is one of them a bit like tremoring you know when when you watch horses there's always the alpha will take out its frustrations on the next one i think the beta and then that one will take out his frustrations on the next one and the last horse the omega sits with everybody's frustrations that get dumped on him or her and then they just tremor they they get these tremors going through their skin and then they seem to be fine is it something like that yeah it's something similar because we take on things from others and it's a, a, a similar in situations so some people in certain households would be the the glue that holds it all together mm-hmm. and that person will have to cope with everything and so definitely this is a physical tremor um and one is lying on the floor and really allowing a body to process and go into that tremor um do you have to lie on the floor ideally yes because you want to be in a safe space because your your whole body might need to process something and on the floor all uh, your boundaries are let go and you can relax it's it's a, um it's a very intimate thing to watch uh, or to see when someone is in that space um how easy is it for people to let go i mean I've, i i don't know if you know, unless I really know you very well, if I would go there, because you can. Do you want to explain what happens? Yes, and that's and that's why on the training that we do, um, because I've I've uh, trained as a mentor in in Gauteng now, um, I assist and support people in that in the training, and the training is focused on your your work, um, because your nervous system needs to be safe. And first you need to deal with your stuff. And so if you can hold safety, someone else that feels vulnerable will come to you mm-hmm. and will be feel safe enough to lie on the floor and go through all these exercises and allow their body to process some trauma. And you also do you also have like a code where you can't talk about your, your clients or do you also call them patients? No, I call them clients because the, if, it, if you think about it uh, with patients, you... Almost assume that something's wrong And if we call them clients You see them as yourself mm-hmm. And so each client comes to me And they teach me something new as well Because sometimes And Jermaine, I'm sure you've heard this Just before you fall asleep You get this jolt Yes Is, 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 that, some, is that similar to this What did you yes. call it? Neurogenic tremor is, yes. that, is that it? Yes, exactly Because your body is then Before you sleep In a very relaxed state your, the, the stress of the day Might have to be released And the only, only way Your body can do that Is through a bit of a shake Lee, is that like a, a, a physical yes. Are you talking about A physical shake? Yes But then what happens Because there are some That you get internally Like an electric shock uh, what's that all about then? Okay, you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Then it's fine. If you don't know what you're talking, what I'm talking about, but, then, but it, these, then it's okay. But these tremors can feel like an internal thing as well, an mm. internal process, because we always think that big things need to 
to happen mm-hmm. for in order to for some release to happen. But deep processing is already happening in all of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't even think about digestion. You don't think about it. Right. It just happens, mm-hmm. and that's exactly the same thing. Is your you don't have to think about processing stress and trauma because your body naturally knows how to do it. I'm still stuck on the fact that you mentioned ADHD. Because that's something you associate with a child or someone was born with that. And I mean, uh, and and then, you know, adults also, uh, you know, exhibit, but then it's kind of like, oh, I was never diagnosed and now I'm diagnosed and all that. And you're mentioning that. Um, and I'm, I'm going, okay, so can, is it something that you can, can uh, pick up along the way or is it something that you're born with? It, it It is something that you might get born with, but even in that, your birth is a trauma. It's not a supportive field for most people. As a little one coming, it should actually be very dull and muted sounds and um, mm-hmm. lights and all of that. And so in that, you're ripped out of your, your mom or whatever and... That is traumatic. There's an activation that's going on in that. Um, and your nervous system is already developed to a certain level when you're a little one. Okay, so go, go, go a little into that one. Sorry. Cause like you, you're saying gets ripped out. So that for me is kind of like you had a cesarean. Yes. And then you have the ones where it, it goes on forever. Exactly. Um, yeah. Or you have mothers who just don't, they don't have the skills or they don't have the know-how. So they push. And what happens? The child's head comes out looking funny, but it's a, it's a battle for the kid. And then you have those that's just like normal, and then you have those that's uh, water birth. Do, 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 do you know what I mean? So that's uh, that sounds supportive. Yes. So, yes. so and, and which child that, would then present with that kind of trauma? And so all of them could, because it depends on the situation afterwards. Your birth is supposed to be stressful. You, it's like a butterfly that needs to be forced out of its little cocoon. <laughs> Um, your your sympathetic nervous system, which is your activating nervous system, needs to be activated. But through that, it needs to be assisted. It's a two-way process. The baby doesn't need to do all the work. Mommy doesn't need to do all the work. It's the teamwork. And most people don't know that. And if that little one is then born, either naturally with cesarean, whatever, it needs to be on mommy's body then afterwards. So that mommy can regulate that. And then the parasympathetic, the relaxation part of our nervous system, then is engaged. And that's the natural way. But we are so, in our Western thinking, um, making this process actually quite unnatural. So what happens then? This child comes to you with ADHD. Yes. And you start using these Tremoring exercises or, or trauma releasing exercises on him, her, can't call it it, can I? Um, do you cure them of ADD or ADHD? It, it is a process because they've may, maybe be uh, a little older, maybe seven or eight, and so they've been held on to so much trauma mm. already and in that they already pick up a lot of coping styles and they mirror the appearance and and all of that. And what society says. Yeah. They go to school and this is wrong and that is wrong and, and 
And the first solution that most people go to is putting them on, to, on drugs. And not saying that it's wrong, but it can be supportive. But The drugs, th- you mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. But we need to support that little nervous system um, that's holding on to something. Mm-hmm. And so I won't say heal or fix or... But it is a process. And I normally, when I work with a little one, I work with the parents as well. Um, educating them on how to communicate with. Because within that ADHD, they normally have either a disconnect from their parents. They don't, they don't know how to con- communicate with them. And so I educate them about that. And I work with the parents as well because they also have their trauma. Mm. And in that family, we, we work together. But you have seen results. You've seen improvements. Very much so, yeah. So why is this then not more in the open? Why why are people not... Why don't people know about this? That's why we're here! (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's why we create... It's lovely to be here on this platform to let people know. Um, But... From my standpoint, I want it to be to come to people uh, organically. There's no forcing it. There's no. You need to come to me. I'm, I'm not going to see you if you don't want to come. Mm. Um, and it's a sensitive process for most people. It's a very sensitive process, and it's quite foreign. We're so foreign yeah. from our bodies in our Western world. We we th- we think so much. Yeah. Mm. People won't say, "I feel this" or "I feel that." I I think. About that Or I think this Or I'll look at my uh, environment And then reflect Mm -hmm. from that I won't go inside my own body Do you know that's one thing that I learned In the past few months That you need to stop and listen to your body Because it tells you the truth Um, And I mean Different people use various ways One person um, did uh, an exercise with me And said uh, uh, It um, just think of it like you would use a pendulum and then you ask the body which which is yes and which is no and which is undecided or maybe. Yes, um, yes. And then and I went through this exercise. I was like, wow, that's amazing, you know. Um, so talking about that societal thing, we live in South Africa. Mm. We, I believe, are all traumatized um, and we all battling with post-traumatic stress at some level and it's playing out, you know. So how do you see it manifesting in in our nation, this? Oh, definitely. It is. This trauma. I, I, I would say that um, this country is really traumatized. Mm-hmm. We're really torn apart and there's, on many levels, we are traumatized. Um but definitely, I see that um, even driving, you, you can't mm. even drive somewhere. You know, females and males. Yes. Mm. Males and older females, though. Older females. They go like, I'll clap you. <laughs> I'll fuck for you. Yeah. <laughs> but even, even subconsciously, you might even not know that you're afraid to get into your car. And that's why people start having panic attacks, <gasps> which I can't explain. Mm. Um, which is major in this country. People sitting with anxiety. I have people that say, "I've all my life I've had. I thought it was normal." Mm-hmm, the panic. And, yes. Yeah. I'm going to share something now that is very personal. Mm-hmm. I went through that. I mean, I'm not completely over it, but there was mm-hmm. a point I could not do highway. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Um, and then it was, it was, I, I also went for, for, um, something like a healing modality with, uh, Helen van Diemen. So she hooked me up there, but it is a, it, it is the most, you know, it's like a mental illness, you know, mm. so it, it is, it is, you, you, you see this thing and it's inexplicable why you, but you know, but it's real. Mm. It's a real thing. Exactly. So that when you mention that, that people are even afraid to get in their cars and, and they don't know why, it is trauma. And it doesn't necessarily in our case have to be about the country. It could just be personal life trauma that, that manifests in that way. Yep. So what do you do then? What can that person come and get from you if you go like, look? And so I offer support. Okay. My, my, my rooms I set up to be a very safe space for them to come and really be vulnerable. And so we, I, I work with them, supporting them, but also allowing them to experience um, even their anxiety and panic attacks in a different way. And not saying, okay, it's going to completely go away immediately, maybe in a little while. But when you say a little while, do you give them like hours or sessions? Is that uh, normally sessions? Okay, which would be around about minimum. A minimum of four sessions is my normal recommendation. But it's difficult because we all have different coping styles. We all are different. We're unique. And so the way that you feel safe is unique to you. Mm -hmm. And so even within that, I allow them to be empowered to say, how do you feel? Where are you in your process? And we'll be an open communication to say, okay, um, let's rather support you. And I have a lot of new people at the moment because okay. it seems like the January was like very stressful and then February people want to get back to themselves and start the year in a new way. Hmm. When someone like a police official or a soldier come to you, could this benefit them? Because I think, especially for me, the police... I think the level of trauma they operate at is, and paramedics. Para, have you seen what paramedics go through? Yes. Um, can you help them? Yes, definitely. And and because they might be so traumatized and so stuck in that trauma that they don't want to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. And what they're offered is a debriefing session after some incident maybe. And they have to talk about it. And their mm -hmm. system or their nervous system is so charged, they can't. Mm -hmm. And so what we offer them could be a major benefit to either do it themselves, because within this process, I coach you to go through it yourself, but also through support. Mm -hmm. And maybe in a group environment, I've heard of a, a group um, of police officials, I think it was in Durban, that was doing this process, but in a group environment, because with initially they would um, just go through the process and allow their bodies to do the talking as or their tremoring. But after a few sessions, they might start sharing their experience, and that through their community of sharing, then the talking will be through organic nature almost come out. I have to say, I I I found. I've had a few harrowing experiences in, in my previous career as a crime reporter. And um, I found that I couldn't talk mm. for much of it afterwards. And if people tried to force me to talk, 
I would get aggressive and mm. yeah, it was and it, only once once all the trauma got I don't know dissipated somehow I mean I didn't know about this but it's only then that I could start talking so I fully get what you're saying they can't talk and it's not because I didn't want to I mean I I talked because it was my job it was my job to report on it but in my own private time I I couldn't Speak about the things that I had seen. Yeah, and maybe you you were so in that, in that trauma, that it's exactly the same idea as that our nervous system is programmed to either go into that fight flight response or freeze, and or be safe. And your body was so in that activation that your body's thinking. Okay, I'm still running away from the lion. Mm. I don't need to talk while I'm running away from the lion. When the lion is gone, the fear would subside. And maybe through your own healing process, you could find safety and then talk about it. Mm. So what about secondary trauma or, or victimization? I mean, I didn't experience all these horrible things, yet I felt traumatized by them. Yes. How does this work? It, and it's and and if you um, look at it, there's different types of trauma, and that would be a, a an example of vicarious trauma, where if someone else even tells you the story, and in that your body also starts reacting, starts experiencing the that what is is being told to it, and it's an activation already in your body. Hmm. And so your body can then hold that if you if it doesn't know how to cope with it. Wow. So this is this is very good for people who can't talk. So but what if they what if you uh, combine the two because I mean some people go like no just that nonsense. What if you combine the two you get the counseling um or the debriefing? Or the counselling and the debriefing and and the TRE uh, exercises. It, How it, much would that speed up one's um, ability to 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 heal? Exactly. That that would be a wonderful package that be that that could be offered um, for people like uh, police officers or so or soldiers yeah, or, or so, men or men men yeah. who can't talk men yes, who that, were to- told that you're not allowed to 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 have. A, Emotions openly. How much? How much trauma does that induce in 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 males? Though that that specific one that we grew up with saying, you're not allowed to feel or show emotions. How much trauma is that? Oh my word! I I, I don't even know how to go into that because I think then we skip the, even the fight flight response and go immediately into a freeze of having it to mm-hmm. um, stop everything. And suppress it. And so the body still holds on to all of that reactions. Your body, your nervous system is still going to go into the fight flight, but there's no expression that's going to be on that. And so people will be deeply, deeply traumatized and stuck their bodies. Normally males, I can see in their bodies, their chest is tight and their shoulders tight or holding on to all of this emotions and stuff. And, and then it comes out in a punch. And maybe that's why why some men, every now and again, they need to hit one another really bad. And you go like, so much blood. But it's like, they don't <laughs> care. They just go at it. And you go, but stop it. And they go like, 
No, and it's you know that mm. whole thing where you that aggressive, I, yeah, I testosterone-driven yeah, male, or, or, or you just held it so f- when you've been angry for so long, but you held it in and held it in, and then one day somebody triggers smallest thing ever, you go, you like, mm. I lost it. I don't care. Mm. I'm gonna kill you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Somebody don't stop me. Yes, and and uh, the the trauma might be so active in their body that that little trigger can send them over the edge. Mm-hmm. And within that aggressive nature, which is not a healthy release, maybe, but they get some form of release, and that's mm. why my, maybe in a few months they do it again because they bought the the system just wants some release as they they realized hitting yeah. someone was good for me yes there was some some release some reaction at least mm. but apparently animals do this automatically yeah. nobody needs to teach them they do that automatically how do you how do you how do you know when your animal does that i mean for people with pets they obviously you know you see them and you know what they do but how would you how do they do it? What do you what do you see when they're busy releasing that energy? And it's a, it will also be like a vibration or a tremor in their bodies, the little buck. And there's lovely videos on YouTube that you can look at. Even if you look at trauma release, there would be some in 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 nature. You mean the buck when you when, when does they that? shake? That's My when they goodness. and sometimes they even jump or when when there's no lion, they'll have little movements that uh-huh. they do. Um, and if you look, even look at your dog, when it went to the to bark at the the neighbor's dog, and it comes back, it sometimes shakes itself <laughs> and yawns and all of that. Oh, is yawning one. also part of it? Yes. Okay, so it's shaking and yawning as part of release. That that I, that I know because you know sometimes you just go like. <laughs> <laughs> and what about sneezing? <laughs> We're not talking about a dust a dust infested place. <laughs> what about sneezing? It might be a release. It depends on what's happening in your nasal passages. It might be totally very tight and you have some trauma there. So mm-hmm. that you might, might need to sneeze to get some release out of that. Okay. But your body does lots of uh, temperature changes. Um, like when it's not cold, your, your feet feel cold. And in a process, we also have that where someone's feet feel cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we guide them through that. To rather work with it and not go into panic, my feet is freezing or whatever. So we're talking about trauma-releasing exercises. We've touched on a few. What others are there? Because I, what I want to get at is I want you to explain to our listeners what to do if they've just been... If they've just been lucky and escaped a, a car accident, what do you do? Or can you do it without yes. assistance initially? Or do, do you need to go assistance? for training first so that you can be shown how so, to? So okay, let's start with the exercises. <laughs> what are the exercises? So the exercises are, are, are specifically developed to work around your core muscle because your core muscle is your major muscle that allows you to, to adapt in if, if we all have if we would have a a bomb go off next door or something, we would all react by pulling our, ourselves inward, by pre- protecting all your major organs, um, and that's your core muscle that reacts. But now the, the exercises are developed to work, work against that. We work from the ankles up to the middle in specific um, way because you sometimes need to stretch and... Um, also need to stress the ex- because we're now communicating 
with the brain that that's, we're getting out of a stressful reaction. And then we lie down and we have that. And so I, I won't recommend doing this by yourself mm-hmm. because you need to be in a safe environment. And your body only knows its safety as safe as you are. It doesn't know. And if you're activated, you're not in safety for yourself. So you can't ha- hold that for yourself even. And so my recommendation is we'd find someone in your area. We've got a few people or find a group in your area. There's a few groups that I know of that are starting out now mm-hmm. at, the, at the start of the year. Um, that can offer you support. But this is only in initially in the beginning. In the beginning. You, you work your way up to where you can actually do it yourself, but you need assistance. Is that what yes. you're saying to get there? Yes. And, yeah. and I'll also see and, and almost do a little assessment to see, okay, where are you at? How mm. safe do you feel? Do you feel comfortable doing this? Because I'm not going to say, go do it. And then the next week you haven't, haven't done it. Yeah. Because you don't feel safe. Trikas, one of the, the ways that this, this sounds really maybe a bit bizarre, the question, but some of, some ways our bodies also release stress, stress in that when it starts relaxing is by vomiting and by peeing. Do you get people who go into that, into that, uh, definitely move? nausea, a lot of nausea and it's all around that, um, where the, the, in, Organs maybe is so suppressed when they're activated mm-hmm. that when you start relaxing, that the the body wants to then release what's ever been what's what's held in those organs as mm-hmm. well. Do you get any um, maybe not repercussions, but um, a position from from uh, the medical society like doctors, and they go like, "Oh, those charlatans—they're going off and they, you know, actually just damaging people more." Do yeah. you ever get that? Yes, definitely. And and but people are being more educated. Mm. Um and so they're yeah. asking the doctor as well, what do you, do they think? And then the doctor needs to do their research. Mm. In Cape Town there's a network of doctors that actually refer people to TRE providers. Um because the the people they that wants to live more naturally, more authentically, they don't want to use a medication, and so they're looking for alternatives. And that's happening a lot th- these days. Eh? Mm. We don't want to, we don't want to put stuff in our bodies. Yeah. Unnecessarily. Yes. Some of us don't want to put stuff in our bodies. Other people can't wait to put as much junk as possible into but their But there again, trauma. Talk to trauma. us about those ones. They, yeah, how do you know if you, if, if, yeah, I'm talking about uh, people who, you know, are taking prescription drugs and alcohol and who knows what else just to try and make themselves feel better. Are they candidates? To, if, 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 if someone's listening and they think, yo, maybe that's me, are they then a candidate for TRE yes, treatment? Yes, definitely. Because we then would work very gently with them. Because I don't go into a judgment and say, okay, what you're doing is wrong. Because that might be the only way that they actually know how to cope. Do you and, f- mm-hmm. and so I've had a, a client recently who the only thing that could keep her sane is smoking. And I said, go smoke. Go have a smoke. And even during session, when things start getting too much for her, we went out and she had a smoke. Because that was her only resource, her only way out. But through time and support, she could then come back to herself and say, okay, maybe the, the smoking is not ideal for me. 
I can find healthier ways to actually deal with my stuff. And did she quit smoking? Because what I'm trying to get at is, can you help someone who maybe has not a, not a full blown alcoholic? I'm not sure if that's quite where, where, where we're pitching this. But if someone has a dependency on alcohol, can you help them get rid of that? Yes. And, and I won't say get rid of it completely because it is a complex process. And maybe there's so much trauma that needs to be dealt with that they really need support. Um, but I've definitely seen where people even just become more healthy. Um, not maybe stopping all the drinking that much, but um, I for myself was on medication. I have a heart condition, and through this process and using my body's natural way, I've now be gone off meat, so I don't eat any meat. And I was that something you wanted to do? It was. It just arose naturally. Okay. It's like my body didn't want it anymore. All right. I really became sick, um, and so I don't say everybody's going to have that. We all are unique, but I'm on no medications, um, and no dependency on that. But we all have coping styles, coping yeah. things that we use um, in our lives, and it just depends on how do you go in, into. Uh, a reaction over that And smoking and drinking Things that are, are, are not healthy Is not ideal um, And through support I definitely think that, that something like that can be Helped and assisted Where do you go when you need to release You were talking about the Vicarious uh, um, Trauma, uh, trauma. So yes, What, that's what a, do you do I have, a, I have a constant almost supervision And looking after myself Every second week or every week sometimes I go for my own sessions Where I have a lady that I trust And feel safe with To allow me And she's a wonderful friend of mine To um, allow myself My body to relax and release Do you feel like you're the keeper of people's secrets? On some level yes But not really Because people share the intimate stories um, And secrets But it's not that I have to hold on to it. Okay. It's not mine to hold. Wow. They, they're just sharing it with me. And then I you release. Own, yes, and I have my own story. So um, they can have their stories. Trickers, when we talk about nervous ticks or someone who's... I don't know, Shemaine, when you're in a, you know, when you're a little bit impatient and you uh, drumming. drum your fingers or you, yeah, you, you, you stab, move stab your, your foot, foot yeah. the whole time, are those our body's subconscious way of releasing energy? It is, it is um, totally possible that that can be your, your own way of wanting to release. And you could see that that person is very stressed normally um, and they're quite charged yeah. in that. And so maybe that's the only way that they, they know how to then um, release. But how do you get people to, to do this tremor? Because ever since Shemaine mentioned it to me, I've been trying to actively do what I've seen the horses do, like shake, shake it off, like Taylor Swift <laughs> says. And there we go. That's why we played that song. But I can't do it. How do you get people to to and shake, go for a right. Yes, and, <laughs> and is there a shake right? Oh, that's is that's there a wrong shake? Is there a wrong and a right shake? Can you see the trauma via versus uh, in terms of uh, how much more or how l less trauma? And so we don't try and do that because it it is not 
that one is better or that that a bigger shake is is going to release a bigger trauma it might be just a bigger muscle group that is affected and so within that um and it's difficult because it's not a a, a a conscious thinking, okay, I'm going to shake my arm now. Mm. It's using your muscles to communicate back to your brain because this tremor mechanism, this neurogenic tremor, is activated from your brainstem. And through the muscles being stressed and um, stretched, you activate the sympathetic and then the parasympathetic. And so this tremor mechanism will initiate naturally. Yeah, because it is, after all, an exercise. It takes you through stages. It's not like you're just going to go lie down there. And, yes, and, and that's exactly the thing is that it, there's no – I'm not going to um, initiate it by thinking just with, about it. Initially, you need to retrain your body because you've been trained to hold on, be stiff, um, don't show emotion, would someone who practices yoga or Pilates, would they fall into this easier? Much easier. And some of them struggle because their bodies are almost pre-programmed to be very supple and very loose. And so activating the muscles can be quite a trouble. Mm. And the people that gym, they struggle the most because they've maybe disconnected so much from their muscles um, that they... Struggle to do the exercises Your headspace If you're going to go for this uh, Kind of uh, exercise uh, experience Your headspace What must it be uh, You know To go there and get something from it I, I think um, it. You just need to go open minded Okay Very open minded And there's, there's no um, It's not something weird We all have this in our bodies It's natural And so just come and experience it. It's the best way to have an experience of it. And even if you do it for once, mm-hmm. you can have an experience of this wonderful mechanism. I think we have run out of time. So <laughs> <laughs> it would be lovely to go on. But I think that's, 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 that's a good place to stop. Thank you so very much, Drikas. It's a great pleasure. That's Drikas Blom, and he is a trainer. Can I say that it's a trainer? No, or I'm an advanced provider and mentor. I'm going to go I, and on training to <laughs> actually do more. Okay. Where can people get hold of you? They can uh, either find me at TRE for Africa. Um, I They can f- phone me if they want to. Okay. Um, and uh, my number is zero seven two three eight six nine double two six. Send me a WhatsApp rather than phone me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Go download, tell your friends about us, uh, and spread the information, spread the news. I'm Shemaine Harris. Thank you. Bye bye for now. And from me, Liesl Tom. Have a good day. Bye bye. Bye. Cliffcentral.com.